I'm about to share with you one of the top ways to convert your podcast into a tool that's going to have more of your listeners wanting to buy from you. People who recognize you as the expert that you are. And you see, because there's something that you're doing right now that's stopping that from happening. And that something is something that you learn from some of these podcast experts, these people out here who call themselves an expert in podcasting. And they have these courses, books, and so on and so forth. They're doing this thing and they're telling you to do it. And it's not giving you the results you want as it relates to people who want to work with you from listening to your podcast. And I'm about to tell you that one thing to shift right now that's going to make all the difference in the world. You're listening to the Buyer Attractor Podcast. I'm your host, Vernita Sherman, and on this show, I share tips on converting your podcast into a revenue-generating asset that attracts qualified buyers. Are you ready? Let's go. So you're an expert in your industry, and you have something that you are selling to people, right? You have an offer, whether it's a program that you're trying to get people into or some type of product or service, whether it's digital or physical, something. And you started a podcast because you wanted to educate and inspire people and connect with people and things of that nature, right? And you have guests that are like these amazing people that you have coming on and people are loving your podcast. They talk about your guests, the wonderful guests and all these wonderful things. But how many of those people are actually spending money with you? How many of those people want to work with you? And I don't mean they say they want to work with you, but they've actually paid you or shown interest in paying you for your products and services. And you may be out there doing a lot of social media, maybe have some advertising going on or something else. You know what I'm saying? But What I want you to understand is that your podcast is a very powerful marketing tool when you know how to use it as such. The thing is, you're not taught how to use it. You're taught to just what microphone is the best microphone to use? What, how do you go and get guests? How do you do this and how do you do that? All these little technical things. And also the thing about how do you manage your guests and all these other things. But your guests are the problem. You keep interviewing people week after week after week, giving them free publicity. They don't want to buy from you. They want to buy from the people that you're interviewing. And that is exactly what's happening. And I'm going to get deeper into that because I know, I know you're probably thinking to yourself, you know, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Pat Flynn, John Lee Dumas, they interview people. They have an amazing, amazing podcast and they're known for that. And what's that other guy? I can't think of his name. There's, a, there's plenty of people that are baby Oprah's basically, and they're doing their thing with podcasting. But I'm telling you right now, there's things that you don't know when it comes to their strategy and their reasons behind the podcast and the way in which they make money from their podcast is not in the same way that you have as an expert have a product, a service, a program wanting to sell that. They're not doing it in that way. I'm telling you this right now. You can go to John Lee Dumas' site right now and go to his income report. 
He's doing the same thing that Pat Flynn used to do back in the day. I guess he, co- he copied from Pat Flynn because Pat Flynn used to do the same thing. He, don't, he doesn't do it anymore. But go to entrepreneuronfire.com, or I believe it's eofire.com now. Go there, check out his income report, and I'm, he breaks everything down. You don't even need to do the math yourself. He does the math for you. Majority of his income does not come from his own products and services that he sells. Majority, not even half, not even half comes from his own stuff. It comes from sponsorships. Sponsorships. Pat Flynn does sponsorships too. And it's so unfortunate because people are losing money, like literally losing money, trying to podcast like those guys and other people like them. And that type of podcasting simply does not grow your business from a revenue generating perspective. All it's doing is giving you a lot of the attention, a lot of uh, downloads of your podcast, making your podcast more popular when it comes to listeners, but not when it comes to buyers. So you got all these people listening to you and no one's buying your stuff. It's like half the people who are purchasing programs from people like them are learning that they have to do sponsorship or have sponsors in order to make money through their podcast. And that's like the only way. And it's not. It's not. You're an expert. You got your own products and services. You can make money with your own products and services using your podcast when you attract qualified buyers and your podcast has the ability to do that for you. But they're not teaching you how to do it because they don't know how. And that's what people don't understand. Who cares about podcasting awards? What is that doing for you when it comes to your income? Okay, you got an award. You got all this popularity. You got all these people praising you and loving you and all of that. I mean, yeah, that strokes your ego. But what does it do for your bank account? Nothing. I've spent the last decade watching over and over again these entrepreneurs that are getting all this attention. And they're loving it, loving it, loving it until they need money for something and they don't have it because all of the marketing that they're doing, the podcasting, the social media, the advertising, all the stuff that they're doing is sucking them dry of their money because they don't know how to do these things in a way that allows for them to grow their business and bring in revenue and attract qualified buyers. You keep listening to these folks that are that have a completely different business model. It's going to hurt you. Not help you. I created buyerattractor.com to work with experts like you who are com- being completely misled. Not misled by Pat Flynn and John Lee Dumas because they actually are very transparent about everything that they do. It's their students and also people who watch them, think they know what they're doing and all of this and create these programs, charging people all this money and they're not an expert in anything. They literally buy somebody else's stuff. Then all of a sudden, a few months later, they're trying to teach the same thing. They're trying to coach people through something and they don't even know anything. They're telling you to go do all these things that people who do sponsorships do. 
and you're trying to sell your products and services and get people in your program. It's not going to work. It don't fit. You as an expert, you are you know your stuff. The industry that you're in, you know it so well. And you want to get your expertise out there. You want to showcase your expertise and have people pay you for whatever it is that you're selling. It's not going to happen if you're trying to be like a Pat Flynn or a John Lee Dumas. Now, Pat Flynn has his own stuff as well, but I'm going to talk about him in a second because there's some things that you need to understand when it comes to him. But that John Lee Dumas guy, he lays it all out for you on his site. He's, man, it's a very small percentage of how much money he is making that's coming from his, his products and services. I'm telling you, just go there yourself and you can see it. Now, before I go deeper into that, you're probably thinking, well, who am I? Who is this Vernita woman? Who is she? Who is she to be talking about them or podcasting, period? I haven't even heard of her before. Well, I'm owner and creator of buyerattractor.com. And that's where I work with experts like you who want to increase revenue by using your podcast to attract qualified buyers. And I've been podcasting since 2012. Okay. Been marketing online since 2003. So I know a little something, all right? The reason why you haven't seen me around is because for the last decade, I've been behind the scenes. Took, uh, took a step back behind the camera, went underground, and I just started working with other small businesses and entrepreneurs. And one of the things that I brought to them was the power of podcasting. I found out in 2012 how powerful podcasting is as a marketing tool when you combine it with other marketing strategies that work, that stand the test of time. Not just what worked then, but also works now, okay? You put it all together and, oh my goodness, podcasting is so powerful, but only when you use it a certain way. And I'm telling you right now that this whole uh, business model of interviewing people for the sponsors and all that kind of stuff, how sustainable is that? Because you're literally putting your business in someone else's hands and another company's hands when it comes to your revenue if majority of your revenue is coming from sponsorships. It's like you're an expert, but you're killing that, that whole people even seeing you as an expert. Your credibility is, is like dead because all you're doing is promoting some product or service that has nothing to do what what you are about and interviewing people like Oprah. I mean, it's how long are people going to continue to do that? Look, listen, your your guests that you're chasing and all of that, they just make their rounds around all of these various different podcast shows. And it's like people are listening. They hear a guest. Oh, that guest sound good, whatever. Wait a minute. Didn't I hear that guest on other person's show? And then listen to you again another episode wait that's the same guest on somebody else's I mean it's getting crazy now it's getting crazy because you're literally are not seen as an expert in anything okay now I want to get back to the whole John Lee Dumas and Pat Flynn because people always bring them up John Lee Dumas had podcasted every single day for I believe it was a year when he started making all this money and all these other kind of things and I don't even know how in the world he even got to the point of trying to teach other people how to podcast, especially those who are trying to make money from their own products and services, because he doesn't, he definitely is not an expert in that. That is not, okay, that, that he's not that. 
Now, maybe he's an expert in, I don't know, um, sponsor, getting sponsors or something. Maybe he can teach people that. But like, again, that's a whole other business model. So to listen to him is to really put yourself in a position where you're going to continuously be pumping out uh, episodes week after week after week. And none of these people, these listeners are going to turn into buyers. It's just, it's just not going to happen out of your stuff. But boy, they're going to go to those those guests you have. And those guests are just, just man, they are, they are so happy that you are giving them free publicity. Now, Pat Flynn. Pat Flynn grew an audience of thousands of thousands of people. He, he built that know, like, and trust factor for four to five years before he started podcasting. I remember when that, when that man started. It was around 2008 or nine or something like that, and he was blogging. He's a blogger. That's how he started. He started blogging, 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 blogging. And he started making a majority of his money from affiliate marketing before he started creating his own products and services and then sponsorships with his podcast. But he didn't start podcasting until around like 2013, 2014, something like that. That was four to five years after he had already built an audience. So if you really think that you're going to just come out now Maybe you've been podcasting for a few years, maybe just a few months. But if you're going to use the Pat Flynn way, you don't understand that he already had built up an audience, like a very faithful, loyal audience of, of people who just loved him before he started podcasting. So it was very easy for him to move into podcasting and then have people that wanted to purchase stuff from him. It was very easy for him to get into sponsors get sponsors because he had a large audience. So that's a whole other thing. Again, if you want to sell your products and services, if you want to attract buyers for your stuff, scrap the interview model. Like, like get rid of it. Now, there's one type of interview model I call it the conversational type of interview that actually works. And this is something I want you to understand because it's something that when you see all these other podcasters out there, they're doing it. And I'm not talking about Pat Flynn and, and John Lee Dumas. Now I'm on to other people who you know for a fact is very successful financially from their podcast and in their business. You know it for a fact. You're not assuming, but you actually know it. And they interview people all the time. Understand this little secret. Listen up. This little secret that these so-called experts are not sharing with you. They do it themselves, but they're not sharing this with you. And that is those people that they have as guests are their clients and customers. I'm going to say that again. The people that are really, truly making money with their own products and services, who are podcasting, those particular experts, and you know for a fact that they're successful in what they're doing, not faking it, not just looking a certain way and you make an assumption that they're, they, they're really doing their thing. They are interviewing their clients and customers, people who have already bought from them come on the show, start talking about what they do and all these other things, but they learned how to do certain things from that, the, the person who's interviewing them. 
the show host. So while they're bringing on their clients and customers, you're over there bringing on whoever people that you chasing around the internet because you're listening to some other so-called guru or expert tell you that's what you need to do. And those people, a lot of those people who are training you on how to do that, they're not even, people are so fake online. It's, it's ridiculous. I've been behind the scenes of many businesses, like I said, for the last decade. I'm going to tell you right now, there's a lot of people that look like they're, they got it going on and they do not. They do not. I, uh, I've seen so much. I've seen so much and I'm not going to say names and I'm not going to say, and I've, I've worked with a lot of people in multiple industries. And I'm just telling you right now that everybody who looks like they got it going on and making all this money or they got all this fame or whatever the case may be, there's a lot of people that are watching them and listening to them. But when it comes to that bank account, man, that thing is being sucked dry of, I, I mean, it's like, it's not growing. It's, you'd be surprised. You would be surprised. So I'm just saying to you that you cannot go off of what you see. You just can't, you can't go off just based off of what you see. So if you really, truly want to convert your podcast into a type of podcast that attracts buyers, scrap the interviewing thing, okay? Unless you're interviewing and bringing on your clients and customers. But how can you possibly do that if you don't even have many of them to begin with? You got to get some people to buy first, right? And even when that does happen, interviewing is not going to be the same as showcasing your own expertise with a solo episode. People need to know that you are truly an expert. It's not about you thinking that you are or someone is praising you about this and that. You establish yourself maybe offline or maybe in a certain group of people. Maybe you you spoke somewhere on stage somewhere so those people know about you. But when you're online in a completely different atmosphere and there's people out there that need your help and you can truly help them and they're looking for an expert like you, having a solo episode or solo podcast, I should say, solo episodes, plural, is the way to go, especially if you are not already attracting buyers to you. The more you showcase your own expertise by speaking to someone like I'm speaking to you right now, the more people are going to start to know, like, and trust you, the more credibility you build up. But the more you continue to keep interviewing people that may or may not be in your industry or people that, you know, are famous or what have you, the more you actually hide your expertise and are just seen as someone who's just good at interviewing the real experts instead of you being the real expert. So there's a couple more things I want to share with you as it relates to your listeners turning into buyers and seeing you as the expert that you truly are. However, I've been talking a little longer than I thought I would talk for this first episode. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to continue this topic, this conversation on the next episode, which is episode two. So episode two will actually be part two 
of this conversation, part two of this topic. So in a few days, come on back to buyerattractor.com and catch episode two, which again will be part two of this conversation. See you then. Thank you for listening to the Buyer Attractor Podcast. When you're ready for guidance on leveraging your podcast to attract more qualified buyers, I'm here for you at buyerattractor.com.